Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome back to Faith Walk. This is Minister Deidre Dent. I am glad to be back. I wanted to really uh, get into something special because this month is the month of June. And as many of you may have heard, the phrase happy pride, a lot of people walk around saying happy pride, rainbows are everywhere. Uh, I recently purchased my daughter a Happy Meal, and even in the Happy Meal, there was a toy with a rainbow sticker. So the month of June in this country is Pride Month, okay, for it's basically a LGBTQ holiday, <laughs> And we're going to break this down. But you've seen rainbow flags everywhere. And uh, actually, New York's Museum of Modern Art just added the flag. So if you go to the Museum of Modern Art in New York, it's considered art, the rainbow flag. There was an artist by the name of Gilbert Baker back in 1976. He was a drag queen. He created this rainbow flag. And this is his quote. The rainbow is so perfect because it really fits our diversity in terms of race, gender, ages, all of these things. Plus, it's a natural flag. It's from the sky. This is what he said. It's from the sky. Also notice that he said ages. So when you're talking about the LGBTQ, you're talking about an active organization that constantly encourages and promotes homosexuality, sexual perversion. And when you say all ages, that definitely includes children. This is a group that is targeted specifically for your child. He admitted that it's from the sky. So first, let's just back up a little bit, and let's just find out exactly what a rainbow is. Rainbows are colors caused by sunlight passing through raindrops. They're often seen after a storm, and most people consider them to be a phenomenon. Now, people have even gone as far to say that they're magical, that you know, they teach children at the end of the rainbow lies a pot of gold stored up by a leprechaun. And today, the very bold group LGBTQ organization uses the rainbow as a symbol of their organization. So when we look at the word, let's, let's see what God says about a rainbow. You can find this in Genesis chapter 9, verses 9 through 17, explains the origin of the rainbow. I'm just going to read verses 12 through 16. And God said, this is the token of the covenant which I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. I do set my bow in the cloud, and it shall be for a token of a covenant between me and the earth. And it shall come to pass when I bring a cloud over the earth that the bow shall be seen in the cloud. And I will remember my covenant, which is between me and you, and every living creature of all flesh and the waters shall no more become a flood to destroy all flesh. And the bull shall be in the cloud, and I will look upon it, that I may remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is upon the earth. So that was Genesis 9, 12 through 16. This is the rainbow. 
this is where the rainbow started. It's not a phenomenon. It's not magic. There's no pot of gold at the end of it. The rainbow is a covenant between God and man. A covenant is an agreement or a pact. It's a reminder of God's promise to mankind that he will never flood the earth again due to the sins of man. Now, Numbers 23:19 states God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Have he said and shall he not do it, or have he spoken and shall he not make it good? So God's word will never return void. He cannot lie because sin is not in him. He promised us he would never flood the earth. So that right there debunks. Right, just debunks the theory that the earth could be flooded again. I've heard scientists say global warming to cause the earth to flood, which sounds just as silly as saying that our galaxy was created by an explosion, that chaos created its own order, and that we evolved from animals. They sound like fools. The Bible tells us a fool says in his heart there is no God. You can't have science without God. The fact that someone is a scientist and they're trying to create uh, order from chaos and they're trying to remove the creator from his creation, they're a fool. Now, the rainbow is absolutely beautiful. It's a beautiful reminder of, of God's promise. Psalms 19.1 tells us, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. He took the most beautiful colors to remind us of his promise. You know, I was on a plane today. And I was looking in the clouds, and I was just amazed at how beautiful the skies were. And I just said, wow, Lord, you are really amazing. Look at this. Look what you've done. And then we hit turbulence, and I said, whoa, Lord, fly this plane, man. This is your skies we in. Keep us safe. But God's handiwork is absolutely beautiful. But why did we need this covenant agreement? It's a covenant agreement that was a pact between God and us. But we needed it because according to Genesis chapter 6, verse 5 through 7, it says God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he made man on the earth and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and the creeping thing, the files of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. So when we look at that, it says every imagination of the thought of his heart was only evil continually. Some of us have a hard time when people don't do something that we ask them to do the first time and we have to repeat ourselves. But for God to be in the position of creating us out of love, he didn't create us out of necessity. He didn't need us. He created us to love us. But yet every thought we had was only evil continuously. His heart was broken. We broke his heart. He repented that he ever made us. You know, we go through relationships and we, oh, I wish I never had been in a relationship. We get jobs. Oh, I wish I never had that job because we didn't see what was coming. God saw us in our imperfections before we were created, and he still chose to create us out of love. But he had a deep heavenly sorrow, and the flood wiped the slate clean. We know that God found grace with Noah. Noah was a righteous man, so he and his family were spared. But you can't reminisce on the rainbow without remembering the purpose of the rainbow. It's beautiful. You can see it after it rains, but you have to remember sins, our sins, are what caused the rainbow in the first place because after God flooded us, 
he put a bow in the sky to promise us it would never happen again. Now, the organization known as LGBTQ, now this stands for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, or questioning. Okay. This is the name of the group. Okay. So lesbian, women, and women. Gay, meaning of your same sex. Bisexual, you want both. Transgender, which is really a lie. There's no such, no such thing as transgender. You can't change your gender. This is really an uh, antichrist spirit because God created a man and a woman. Plain and simple. He didn't create a shem, half she, half him. You, you're either one or the other. So that right there is a lie in itself. And then queer or questioning. Questioning, they identify as questioning. A question mark, you don't even know what you are? Lord Jesus, this confuted, misguided group of individuals have decided to use God's rainbow as their symbol. Now, this is the month of June, and this month is called Pride Month. There have been parades all over the country during this entire month, and it's called the Pride Parade. They are boasting in their sins. Proverbs sixteen eighteen says, Pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Talking about waving your sins in God's face, the very, one of the very reasons he decided to flood the entire earth, and you want to take that symbol and wave it in his face. Oof. You know, can you imagine being married and your spouse gives you a ring and says, this ring is my eternal undying love for you. And then they take that same ring and give it to someone else that they're cheating on you with. <laughs> See, when we make fleshly examples, sometimes we can understand. Because the devastation that is now going on in the earth is so great. We are literally living second by second to Christ's return. We are literally living in the last days because the pride of men have exalted themselves. And I know the sin of man, God can smell it in his nostrils. It's raising again up upon the earth, and they're waving the rainbow flag in the sky and boasting in their sins and boasting in their pride. Pride defiles you. Pride will have you taking credit for things you don't deserve. You can't have your pride and fulfill God's will at the same time. We learn when we first come to Christ, that's one of the first things we have to let go is our pride. We can't make our own decisions. The Bible says, lean not into your own understanding and on your ways and acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. We no longer belong to us. We recognize that. Therefore, we allow God to steer the will because it's his vehicle anyway. So just sit in the passenger seat, be obedient, and let him take you where he wants you to go. So parading their sin and boasting in it. And you know the thing about this, the devil is so deceitful, but he's also extremely intelligent. There are steps to lowering standards to accept sin. What's acceptable today was not acceptable 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago. And when you think about the scripture, a little leaven leavens a whole lot, sin is exactly that. The first thing, and I wrote, these are six steps, and this is what's going on right now in the LGBTQ because there's a real agenda to target your children, and every parent needs to educate themselves. It's time to quit thinking what people think of you and stop looking for people's approval. You better get God's approval because we all are running out of time. 
So in order to be, to accept something, uh, when you pose the question of homosexual marriage even years ago before it was legal, most people would have never thought it would have come to this point. Yet alone opening that door, now we're in the transgender era. But people defend against what they don't accept. If someone doesn't accept, I don't accept you based off of your race, they are defensive because of that. They have reasons. They have their experiences. So the first, one of the first agendas that the media wanted to do was to not make everyone feel guarded. Put your guard down. You don't, you don't have to be against this lifestyle. So the, the LGBTQ, they used to just be called the LGB, and then the T was added, and then the Q was added. And there are actually about 10 more consonants, but it's just not listed because it's too long and ridiculous. But first they want you to not feel guarded, to be, you know, be comfortable. So the media begin to, you know, flood our homes with gay humor, just basically meaning characters and sitcoms of gay people. Oh, they're funny. They make me laugh. I'm laughing. My guard is down. I'm comfortable now. From there, they wanted us to feel pity. Oh, we just want to love who we want to love. It's not fair that I'm a man and I can't kiss another man on TV in public. This is who I love. I was born this way. So now you go from being defensive to comfortable to now you feel like an injustice is being done. And then the natural human reaction to an injustice is, is to desire fairness. So now you're angry at their mistreatment, and after the anger comes, you want an action step to stop the mistreatment. If you're walking down the street and you see a man beating a woman, anyone in their right mind would want to stop that. She's been mistreated. Stop it. What do we have to do to get him off of her? And this is the same to see the human mind. It works the same in every situation. We're not new. The devil has been studying us since the garden. So this is not new to him. Then after we want to stop the mistreatment, laws are passed. Well, you know how you can help us? You can vote that we can have these laws, and we'll have access to education to teach the children about homosexual sex at a young age. And, and if you had said this 30 years ago, no one would have believed it, but look where we are now because of a little leaven. And now our future generations are being targeted, our children, library programs. They have drag queens coming in and read to children. Common Core, they're teaching the children not just sex ed, but homosexual sex ed. This is a snowball effect that has been set in place for a very long time. First John 2.16 says, for all that is in the world, this is what we're in right now, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride, <laughs> there goes that word, the pride of life, wickedness, is not of the Father, but is of the world. The Bible says we are in the world, but we are not of the world. So you have some people that will listen to this, and don't have an understanding and you become confused because you've been listening to everyone tell you what you're supposed to accept. We don't get to accept or reject anything. We go by the standard of truth, which is God's righteousness, whether or not we ever agree with it. We must call it what it is. It's sin. John fifteen eighteen. if the world hate you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. So Jesus said, this isn't new. No one's going to like what you're saying. You're not going to be popular with your message. Homophobic, bigot, hater. Get used to those words. Let them roll off your back like water off a duck's back. It shouldn't penetrate your heart. This is what we should be expecting, ravenous wolves, sinners, to attack us because of what we stand for and what we believe. You have Jesus, who was the son of God, 
who willingly gave his life to the church. The Pharisees and the scribes of Sanhedrin Council, the church leaders, called him the devil. If if somebody can call Jesus Christ the devil, why, how do we even find the room to get offended because they don't want to hear us when we witness to them? So they don't believe uh, that, that we know what we're talking about because our lives have changed. We show people through our actions. Words are cheap, right? People people don't want to hear anything you have to say. You prove it. And a lot of times witnessing is actions. Yes, it's words, but it's also action. People will sit back and watch you because they want to see you slip up. They want to see you fall. They're waiting for it to come crashing down. Our actions are what speak louder than our words. John fifteen nineteen says, if you were of the world, the world would love his own. That's the answer. You want them to love you, then be a part of them. It says, but because ye are not of the world, because ye are not of the world. Now, that's, but he also told us all that is in the world, lust of the eye, lust of the flesh, pride of life. But because ye are not of this, but I have chosen you out of the world. He picked us out. How fortunate and blessed are we for him to pick us out of this madhouse? You have people walking around identifying as questioning. You don't know if you're coming or going. You was born a girl, now you want to be a boy. Uh, New York is allowing parents to put an X on birth certificates. This is satanic. He said, but I have chosen you out of the world. Therefore, the world hateth you. They hate you because you're not like them. So get over it. If you want them to accept you, then be with them. But what did Joshua say? He said, for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. See, God don't play with the double-mindedness, with the lukewarm. He said, I'll spit you out my mouth. You either be hot or cold. Either you get in that parade with them and you march down the street or you speak against it. But don't be afraid to say anything. And you want to get in a parade, but you don't want somebody to see you. But you want to say it's wrong, but you don't want to be misliked. Grow a godly backbone, please. Nothing is weak about our faith. Christians, we are not weak because we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. It's not about strength. God says, not by might, but by my not by might, but by power and by my spirit, says the Lord. The Hebrew boys didn't buckle when the king was ready to throw them in a fire because they wouldn't bow to his golden image. Daniel chose to pray in front of an open window, knowing that his fate would put him in a lion's death. We're not afraid of the enemy because we know what time it is. See, if you would refocus your mind, stop caring about being called homophobic and a hater and a bigot and not being accepted. Oh, you don't love. Oh, you're not accepted. No, I don't accept sin. You know why I don't? Because it put Jesus on the cross. That's why I don't accept it. And if you call yourself a Christian, you shouldn't accept it either. How dare you be in a parade? People call themselves Christians and you out there, Mark, what are you doing? Jesus hung with sinners. No, he did not. He witnessed to them. There's no way you should be caught up in a parade. Sit down and read the Bible so that you're able to effectively witness and stop being a stumbling block. John 15:22 says, if I had not come and spoken unto them, they had not had sin, but now they have no cloak for their sin. People are okay with you until you expose their sin. They don't want you telling them how to live their life, and you don't have to walk around telling people what to do. But if this especially goes for those of you that claim salvation and you know that somebody that calls himself, that is your family member or friend, 
they not living nothing, but they want to be saved too. They want to be a Christian too. They want to invite you to the club and you don't want to go because it's wrong, but you don't want them to know why because you don't. It's time out for all of us. <laughs> we really have to pick a side. People want to sit in with the world and they want God's acceptance, and you will never have both. You don't get to lollygag and sin and have God's favor on your life. See, the world is mistaken because the blessings of God reign on the just as well as the unjust. The wicked store up much because they think they don't have to answer to God. But what they don't realize, mm, this is so sad, you don't have God's favor in sin. His favor is not for the sinner First, we have to come to a place of repentance, and if a lot of these preachers stop giving these general one size fit all sermons to everybody, people will realize that sin in their life, and we first have to repent. And when we repent of our sins, it's something that we don't purposely practice and repeat. We strive for perfection. We're not perfect in this flesh because the flesh wars against the spirit. The flesh is enmity against God. But we work out our own soul salvation and fear and trouble. This is work. This isn't easy. Nothing, nothing, what is easy? You know, those of us, we have careers. We work hard to get where we are. But when it comes to God, you think you're just going to snap your fingers and be delivered of everything? If you're too weak to be around certain people, separate yourself. Let God strengthen you so when you go back, you don't fall. Because every deed and word and thought you are being held accountable for. The thing about the LGBTQ is that they want acceptance for their sin. Here you have an entire month dedicated to sexual perversion. There's no association of adulterers. Everyone still says it's wrong to cheat on your spouse. There's no fornicating committee. A lot of people, even though nowadays, you know, shacking doesn't mean too much and, and with this whole sexual liberation movement that's going on right now, but a lot of people still even want to be married first. There are people that it, God put a moral compass inside of us. When it comes to lying and stealing, there's no liar's parade, thieves' parade. All of these things that we know are wrong and we know we need to confess. And even your average sinner, oh, it's wrong to lie, oh, it's wrong to steal, oh, it's wrong to murder. That's all wrong. But when it comes to sexual perversion, you don't want to call it a sin. It's a perversion spirit, and it's been nationally celebrated with the rainbow flag. Countries have flags. Countries are establishments. But you've taken your lifestyle and decided to have an entire establishment movement and include children in it. We have to watch our children. We are responsible for what they're seeing, for what they're hearing, for what's being introduced to them. We have to stop being so selfish for those of us that have children. It's not about us anymore when these kids come to play. You have to protect your children. And for those of you that don't know how to witness to a person in this lifestyle, I'm going to get to that in a second. But first, we have to protect the kids. Okay? And don't ever bash a person that's in this lifestyle. Love the sinner, hate the sin. You know, there are people that I know that are gay, and I love them. I love them. I would never walk up to them. You're going to burn in hell. That's not how you witness. That's not how you are effective. You pray for wisdom. You pray to be wise as a serpent and harmless as a dove. You pray for God to give you an ear of the long, an ear of the learned and a tongue of the learned. Bless God to have you 
know how to answer every man. There are specific scriptures. That's why you got to read your Bible. If you read your Bible, you'll know what to pray for, and you will have an effective witness in life. It doesn't mean people are going to agree with you. It really doesn't matter. They don't have to agree. So you don't ever want to bash the person, first of all. So people often say that churches focus too much on homosexuality. All y'all talk about is gay people, gay, gay, gay. That's because they are wanting acceptance in the church, and it's been granted. Access has been granted. You have so many uh, pastors and bishops that are marrying same-sex couples and that are gay themselves. So the doors have been flooded with this perversion. So we categorize it, but God doesn't. You know, even criminals look down on certain crimes. You can have a whole jail full of robbers and, and murderers, but they will look down on a pedophile. When that pedophile comes in there, he has to go in protective custody because those same people that was robbing people uh, from their homes and stealing cars and shooting people, if you bring a criminal in there that raped a child, they're going to get him. We are self-righteous. We rank sin. We categorize sin. God does not. Sin is what caused the earth to flood. Sin is what put Jesus on the cross. And lastly, sin is it's going to take some of us to hell if we don't stand up for righteousness. You never have to beat anyone with the word. You just show them the scriptures, and you show them that God created Adam and Eve. But see, people are not going to accept this, for one, because people don't believe the Bible. Because in order to convince an entire country that even though you're born male, you can turn yourself into a woman, you have just denied God right then and there. So a lot of people don't even want to hear you because they don't even believe God is who he says he is. And a transgender Christian, that's a fairy tale, okay? You can't, and I'm going to tell you why. What kind of God are you serving that he puts you in the wrong body by mistake? How are you a Christian when you are the, the, the I can't get this word out. <laughs> Let me just change it. Uh, when you are consistently denying your existence. And the Bible says I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. God made me to be a woman, but I'm really a man. I guess you got it wrong, God. Uh, yeah, you have the sun and you have the earth. You have all these planets uh, rotating and stars and skies and you have the oceans and you have gravitational pull and you know, we have atoms and protons and neutrons and electrons and the animals and the insects. Everything operates in order, but you put me in the wrong body. Okay, we got to really listen to what this sounds like. Sometimes common sense isn't common anymore. And people, you have got to stop getting your truth based off of what you're hearing and saying on TV. Just pray for God to open your mind. Pray for God to touch your eyesight and to see the sin for what it is. Just pray for it. This antichrist spirit, the problem is that when we look at all of these sins, and hopefully we're not ranking sins, and you will have some preachers say this sin is worse than this sin, but look, no matter what, you can have one homosexual and you can have another person, all they do is lie. They both go into the same place. So it's time for us to really stop pitting sins against each other because we need to repent as a nation. We can't hide sin under, under the disguise of love. Everything is love. Oh, love, just God called us to I saw a post on Facebook. You can't tell people that being homosexuality was sin in the house. God just told us to love. That sounds like the devil. God wants us to warn people of his wrath because that's what hell is. Hell is the wrath of God. 
and you only get there because you rejected Jesus' sacrifice. And when you continue to practice sin, you are continually thrown in God's face how you killed his son and you're not even forgiven. The world has taken the meaning of love and distorted it to fit their narrative of acceptance. But we have to tell people the truth. We have to preach the word in season and out of season. When they want to hear you and when they don't want to hear you. It 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 takes God to build this boldness in you. And I can speak from personal experience. Growing up, I was a people pleaser, and I cared a lot about what people thought. I cared about it so much to the point where their opinions made me. So if I can come from that place to I could care less if you ever call me, invite me back, or want to eat lunch with me, I don't care at all. To the bottom of my soul, I don't care because I stand on the word. And we all have to get there, saints. And I, I constantly pray for the Christians that are weak and that are scared to stand up. I pray for strength. I pray for the backsliders that have left home. It's so bad out here. They better come on back. And I pray for the ones that don't know, God, that these stumbling blocks, these false preachers and everything being disguised under love and rainbows and bubbles, <laughs> you got to tell people the truth. In closing, Second Peter 3, 9 says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering. Lord knows he's long-suffering. To us, we're not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. A lot of people want to rush the rapture. Listen, the end is so bad. Jesus has given us so much time to repent. Because what's getting ready to come down on us, even now on this country and even on judgment, that is so bad, every minute counts. He's not in a hurry to send these people to hell. He's not. They are running foot long into it, but he is trying everything he can to his grace and mercies every day. His preachers, he sounds along. I even pray before I come on here, I say, Lord, lead the right person to hear this. If you need strength to stand and you're being persecuted, his glory is resting upon you. Stand. Reach out to me. Message me. Talk to me. I'm here. Don't give in. Don't do it. If you're confused and it's a queer question and transient, all that foolishness, reach out to me. I will talk to you. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man sows, he she shall also reap. This is the word. And I wanted to just briefly touch on that because it is pride, month. Oof. I mean, a nation that was once built under the statues of God now has an entire month dedicated to sexual perversion, and the children are now involved. Thank time is really almost up. I know some of us have been hearing this for a long time, but we are so close. God cannot be mocked. What's coming is really bad. You have to protect your children. Pray for strength. Turn from sin and make a stand before you run out of time. Y'all have a blessed night. Bye-bye.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.